1: Find a location
3: near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi,
0: friend.
3: Hi, everyone.
0: Welcome to Spice Chaos
3: oh yes welcome welcome to spice chaos and happy monday
0: yeah happy monday
3: um it's actually tuesday when we're (laughs) recording this it
0: is it's tuesday
3: oh um and i don't have any idea like caitlin is the only person who knows when this episode is coming out because i don't know the schedule like (laughs) this
0: episode will be airing monday october 18th so happy monday october 18th
3: (laughs) okay so (laughs) that is great to know but um yes off to a roaring start so um your host over there before we get more crazy is caitlin from creating and chaos
0: yes and leanne over there is uh from spice plans that's where she's from
3: that is where (laughs) that's where i'm from um okay so full disclosure it is early in the morning
0: it is and i am halfway through my coffee it's still and dark outside in the Pacific. I,
3: I mean, it's actually, it's 953 where I am. So that's not yeah, So early. it's
0: basically lunchtime where Leanne is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but see, I've been up since five. So it's like I've I saw, since-
0: I saw your text message this morning. I was up going to the bathroom and I was like, it's two in the morning. What are you doing?
3: <laughs> I know. And I was like, I saw, so I woke up this morning to the notes for today's show and a message that she wanted to start 30 minutes later because of just because 6 a.m was crazy so I was like okay yes to all those things but I was up and I was starting my day Caitlin Uh,
0: yes I saw I I realized that
3: (laughs) yes so I'm on like day two of stay-at-home mom and I'm already like dang (laughs)
0: like I'm not gonna get to lie down
3: Not for a while.
0: (laughs) No, not for some time. But you will. You'll get there.
3: I know. I did lean in all day yesterday. Let me just put it that way.
0: (laughs) You leaned in, or you lied down? Oh no,
3: I leaned in most of the day. Oh dang! Although there was some lying down. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, let's let's get to our guest because we are so excited. We have a guest. Yes, we have a guest. I know y'all couldn't tell because of the way we started this, but um, yeah, we have a guest, and um, she's like one of our favorites and we're so excited that she's here. Um
0: totally. And uh, she loves spooky
3: season just like
0: us. Like there was a whole July situation with spooky season because I don't think she could wait just like us. So we're
3: really excited. (laughs) Yes. So um today's guest is Katie from Mm at Make It Till You Make It. And um Mm -hmm. We had a great little chat with her before we started the show that I almost wish that we'd recorded Caitlin. I
0: know we're going to have to pull some of that back in. I think we can do it.
3: Yeah, because, um, you know, and we'll obviously let Katie tell you, you know, just how she knows us, but like, I truly feel like that I have been following her since like she first came onto Instagram.
0: Right. And Katie is one of those people that I feel like it's just you, like there's nothing that's like, her pictures are beautiful. Of course but I think there's nothing like curated about who she is as a person. Like anytime I've ever talked to her in the DMs, I really genuinely feel like I'm talking to a friend. Whereas some people that I talk to in the community, of course they're friends, but I can feel like a wall, but I've never felt like that with Katie.
3: Yeah, I've always felt like that she was super authentic and I've really loved, you know, just watching as just a follower of her content since the beginning, just Mm -hmm. how like her aesthetic has changed and her planning is, you know, just, she's just, just everything her her page is so beautiful um yep. she's growing up before our very eyes oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like her page is just goals for me because mine is just like this hodgepodge mixed match of whatever and yeah. she's got like a tone
0: she does and she like <clears throat> speaking of like accessorizing your photos or I don't even know flat laying is that, is that a thing is that a word and but they're beautiful everything yeah, she adds yeah. in is beautiful
3: and seems like it should be there
0: I know it's like <laughs> is that just on your desk is that just what your desk looks like all the time
3: <laughs> oh I know I know it's so it's so pretty and that's where I that's where I really cannot I mean I could put my planner on a table and take a picture of it but if you try to get me to put like a candle in the shot, like that's it.
0: Yep, yeah, no candles, no wheat. I can't do it. It's my no. background for me forever.
3: Well, the <laughs> shadows are so bad. Like I can't ever take a good picture with all that stuff in it. So I just, I need to work on that. But she is definitely goals and such an inspiration. So yes. we didn't take taken up enough of the time. I mean, we've basically done a mini sode now before she could have, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's go ahead and bring Katie on. Katie, thank you so much for being on our show. Welcome.
2: Oh yes. my gosh! Thank you. I'm like I'm blushing. You guys like really <laughs> kind of talk me up a little bit. Thank you so much. Oh, you do, but it's own. so it's so funny when Caitlin. I think Caitlin and I talked about this in the DMs at one point. I remember when you guys had the episode and you and you said something about people putting wheat in their pictures, and I told Caitlin I'm like I felt that in my soul. Like she was talking to me <laughs> in my pictures because I have like whatever random decor in my house. I'm like throwing in my pictures the wheat, the whatever. Well, Uh, every every time I style a picture like that, I I literally think of that episode and kind of laugh. Like if Leanne could see this, she would be dying, like laughing at me, like what (laughs) I'm doing to make this picture.
0: That is your next uh, adventure, your Patreon content behind the scenes of styling your photos. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) I
3: think that's a really good idea. Um, I would pay for that. (laughs) Yeah, um, especially because like, so my question is, and we will get to like who Katie is and everything y'all but we just have to talk. So y'all you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> what I, I, what I am curious about people who definitely like style their pictures and have all these great accessories. You're like, well, I found something in my house. So my, my question is like, what comes first? The accessories or the stickers because like, I'm walking around Michael's and I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that would be pretty to accessorize a spread. Yeah. But you're Yeah. But then I don't buy it because like, I'm like, well, which stickers would that go with? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, I can't like, there's like a disconnect in my brain somewhere. Like, how do you do it?
2: Um, The stickers always come first. I think like I just decorate, you know, how we do, you pick up a sticker book, you find a sticker you like, and then you kind of create a spread. And then after the fact, it's like, okay, what can I add to this picture to make it cute? (laughs) And right. so then I kind of just like shop through my house. Like, what do I have that I can throw in that kind of goes with like the colors? I don't typically buy things specifically for pictures, it's just stuff I already have nine yeah. times out of ten.
3: Okay. So, wow. There was a time when I was at my old house and I was like a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> that I probably could have done that, but like where I live now, little, very minimalist, it's so minimal. We have like two decorations, and one of them is like a ceramic chicken, so like, I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> a ceramic chicken, yeah. But there are some, you guys, there are some people on Instagram that when I see their photos, I'm like, I bet they have a whole bin,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, of like, well, and stuff,
3: pretty stuff for their Mary Ellen,
0: I think, told us that she did have a whole bin.
3: Yes, exactly. Like a bin of stuff is like just for photos. So I think like as I re-enter the Instagram space now, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try harder to I'm gonna try. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah.
2: That's, that's kind of a good idea actually to have like if you have the space to have a little bin just for like little, you know, target dollar spot things or whatever to use just for photos so it's all in one place. I'm I'm constantly like pulling stuff off a shelf. I was doing something the other day in the kitchen and like the whole set, my husband walked in and he's just like, what, what is (laughs) happening? Like, I don't, he, he just, he just like kept, he just kept walking. He's like, I, I already know, like, just keep walking, you know, probably best. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And
3: see, like, so my, my man friend is very like supportive of the social media stuff and like really wants for me to like hop back in now that I've got time. Um, but he doesn't understand how it does kind of take over your house and your life a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. You um, got to have some designated space.
3: Yeah. Well, it's for just, sure. so the other day, like I got a shipment from the happy planner and yeah. we talked about this on the show. It was soaked. The box was soaked, but luckily the inside was dry. Well, I left that stuff out on the Island for like three days
0: Uh-huh.
3: and he was like, <laughs> Do
0: you have a place for this? <laughs> place for this?
3: <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you mean that pile of planner stuff? No, that's its place." <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's yeah, because you don't have you don't have a space, right? At well, where I you're have at like now,
3: a, right? I have like a like a half, like maybe a, a little bit of part of a room.
2: Yeah.
3: So, and I'll have to send you a picture, Katie, of what I've got now. I have my huge, big table from my old space. Um, it's up there in my like in my bedroom like I have a space in my bedroom where I can take pictures and make videos I just yeah. haven't started doing it yet like I just haven't like I set it all up and I sent Cait- Caitlin pictures like look I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I tried to take like one picture and I haven't got the lighting right yet it's gonna take me a little while
2: yeah the lighting I really is really the hard. hardest lighting. part I feel like yeah
3: that is the hardest part okay so before we get more into like stuff that we have not planned um Cause we could just talk to you and it not ever be a show. Um, <laughs> let's um, try to remember why we're here. And Katie, I want you to introduce yourself to everybody out there. Um, just, you know, you, you've heard the show, you know, the drill, just tell us like where we can find you on the, the web and um, a little bit about yourself, like as a planner and as just a person, just all the stuff,
2: all the stuff. Okay. Um, so my name's Katie. Um, I am bake it to you make it on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, I do have a Pinterest. I sometimes put things on. I don't remember my name over there though. I think it might just be like Katie Ray. I don't know. I know that's super helpful to everybody. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so those are the two places that you can find me, uh, mostly Instagram and YouTube. I can't really I am... Pinterest
3: either. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't
2: like, I, I have a lot of pins over there, but I don't know. I don't know what my name is. Yeah, is I don't it, know
0: how to use it either. I mean, I, I know how to use it to like search
2: for a recipe, but that's about it. yeah, yeah. i, I I've <clears throat> I tried posting <throat> things there, but yeah,
3: yeah, I know I did too for a minute. I have friends that get like real into that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: just like I don't know. It's like, and maybe one day I'll commit to learning it. Kind of like I've well, I still don't know anything about TikTok either, except. Like, <laughs>
2: Well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, okay, like, well, I'm on TikTok too. See, so now that you say that, I think I'm fake it to make it there, but it's like, okay, first it was like, okay, you're just going to keep up with Instagram. Oh, now there's IGTV. Okay. Then you're going to do YouTube. Now there's TikTok and then reels. It's like, I, I don't know. I need, I need a whole nother planner to keep track of like all the things, right. Just oh, all yes. the places you can post stuff. But
3: well, and it's <laughs> so- kind of like on TikTok, I consume that content, but I do not create it. Right. You know, yeah. I feel the same about Pinterest. Like I will use Pinterest for all kinds of things, but I just don't participate. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And for me, there's got to be like a boundary because there's always going to be something new. Like if, if one of my platforms goes away and I have to replace it with something, that's fine. But I think I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to learn TikTok and reels i'm just i'm not doing
2: it instagram and youtube are definitely like the main two if i have like if i make a reel i will also put it on tiktok just because it you know it's easy to kind of throw the same thing over there but i don't really have the time like i'm busy i don't have the time for like 10 different social media platforms like there's just no
3: yeah (laughs) there's just
2: not enough time for all that
3: well i'm sorry we interrupted you
2: (laughs) no no that's okay um, so I'm married. I have two kids. Um, my kids are older. I'm I'm in my early 40s, shall we say? I know you guys are always talking about your, your mid to late 30s. I'm <laughs> in my early 40s. Um, I have two teenagers. I have an 18-year-old son and a 16-year-old daughter. Um, I work as a nurse practitioner in healthcare, and I use Happy Planner, pretty much all Happy Planner products. I don't think... I don't think I use anything. I'm kind of like looking around. Like, I don't think I honestly use anything else. I just really like the system, the discs. Um, I've tried other planners before that, but I don't know. I always came back to happy planner.
0: Yeah, that's how, that's how I've always been too. I mean, anything with a disc, I'll probably try it. Like mm-hmm. Rosy is putting out a disc planner this year, and I know I'm going to buy that and try it. But I don't know. There's just something about Happy Planner that works, and I feel like it's working even better right now because so many of their like neutral layouts match each other. So
2: mm-hmm. like, if
0: you want to take a divider out, like it, your whole still match.
2: Oh yeah, I'm loving. I know like some people are super like bright and don't come for me. I love looking at those spreads. Yeah. Like I love it, but I'm definitely much more of like a neutral or like earthy tones like I don't like primary colors like any other color I'm good with like the earth tones jewel tones neutral love all that Mm -hmm. so I really love like I feel like this year especially like they that's like their aesthetic and I'm I love it
0: yeah and the spreads like kind of look the same. So for a Franken planner like me who wants to like rip things apart, like the monthly spread will still match, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Well, and plus now too, they have so many like the guts. Like I feel like forever we've been asking, like just give us black and white guts. Like that's what we want. Exactly. And now like so many of the planners, if not all of them, you can find with black and white guts. Yeah. And so even if it doesn't match
0: perfectly, like it'll work if you want to like take things apart or use this divider for this thing or you know, that kind of thing.
3: Yeah. That's, sure. what, I'm lo- that's what I'm loving about it too. And mm-hmm. I am, I'm really struggling with making it to January.
0: <laughs> I know I was looking <laughs> at my planner stack over here, like of all the things I'm going to use and none of it I'm using right now, including the discs and the covers. And I was like, what if I just set it up right now just to look at it?
3: <laughs> well, I've been thinking about doing that too, but it's just like that. Okay. So the planner that I love the most is the floral what is it floral seasonal caitlin is that what it is
0: i can't remember the exact name of
2: it but i think that's like the whole vibe of yeah. it. it's like seasonal. is it the, with the copper discs Yes, yeah.
3: copper discs
2: oh yeah that's gorgeous yes.
3: oh my gosh and it's like it's super super neutral vertical
2: mm-hmm.
3: and it's got nothing inside but then it has these beautiful dividers and even the like dashboard page is super like you can put anything on here that you want
1: Mm -hmm.
3: you know it's just a so like a blank slate and just so pretty and I just I know I need to make a planner that works for me right now but I can't wait for January
0: I know and it's just like the whole vibe of the fresh start I think we interrupted you again though Katie
2: we did we did no no you're fine you're fine no I feel the same way it's like once they have the new release for 2022 it's like it's so hard to stay in your current planner like I want to dig into the new stuff Um, and like, even that planner you were just talking about, I got that in my squad box and I've been thinking of yanking the discs and the cover off and just using it for fall because it gives me like fall vibes and just using it. So I can get like a little taste of new without like having to like redate and pull, you know, and do all the work. Like, I I just don't want to do all that.
3: That's a good idea. Like just to take the cover of the discs. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, by January i might want new, like something different on the cover anyway
1: yeah that's very so, cool.
3: yeah I don't know I just I, I love that Caitlin put her copper discs with mm-hmm. the black mm-hmm. and I, you did you saw somebody else do that too right
0: like- I did I saw somebody in a Facebook group I can't I still can't remember their name but I saw somebody do that and they had like a copper VV pen to match and I was like okay <laughs>
2: Okay, we'll be back. (laughs) Immediately going to BB and ordering the copper pen. Like, I need the whole vibe.
0: I know. I was like, where can I get that pen? And her pens, it's so funny because, like, you can't always buy the ones that you want on her website. They're kind of like exclusive. And -hmm. so I couldn't find that one. And I was a little sad.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes you can go on like Mercari and stuff and get them, but they're like way, way more expensive
0: they are expensive because they're exclusive. Like I get it.
3: Yeah. They're like limited edition.
0: Yeah. That's what I meant. Limited edition.
3: Oh, well it's the same. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So let me just give our listeners like a behind the scenes. So I'm sitting in my car Mm -hmm. and I don't really have to be sitting in my car, but just for the circumstances this morning, I am, I could have just gone home, but anyway, I'm in a parking lot at a shopping center. And I'm over in like a far distant, like far away from the building kind of section of the parking lot. And I have seen so much stuff happening in people's cars in his parking lot since I've been sitting here.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Leanne is having an ADHD moment. <laughs> no,
3: it's just, I'm watching a guy right now, like just get down on some chicken wings.
2: Oh no. <laughs> and, <That's
3: me. laughs> and, and now he's getting his chewing tobacco and putting it oh. in his
2: mouth. So people <laughs> watching, it can be so interesting though, it can is. It? If you're just sitting there watching people, like it's just, which is probably why YouTube and everything is so big, right? Like we all have a little bit of a voyeuristic nature of like, just being like a little bit nosy and wanting to know what's going on. So yeah,
3: yes. well, it's been interesting because I often record from parking lots. but but i don't i don't think this has been like the busiest one so far of like people coming to this parking lot to like get some stuff done (laughs) i've seen people smoking stuff i mean like it's been very busy so <laughs> but sorry, I just needed for everybody to kind of know like what was happening.
2: <laughs> this is what you you guys need like a behind the scenes uh, Patreon. Like, man, you could like video like what's going on around you yeah, as you're trying yeah. to like, tape
3: this. Well, and then like also we have how many times is it like we stop the recording because somebody comes in the room, <laughs> or we stop the recording because a child needs us, or I mean like it is just it's yeah. So oh y'all know it's crazy.
0: I know
3: mom life is crazy well Katie let's get back to you I I think that um I will be similar to you in a few years my my children are aged apart the same as yours Uh, okay so 18 and 16 will be my future as well yes with a boy and a girl so um yeah so what's life like um what's that like an 18 year old and a 16 year old like what's how's that going
2: um, It's going good. Honestly, I, I, I don't know, this is probably not a common opinion, but I, I really enjoy having teenagers. Um, I, they my kids are really good. I haven't, I mean, knock on wood, let me knock on something. Um, we haven't had, you know, some of the problems like other parents face. I have two really good kids and they're just fun. You know, like you have a little one, you get a little more freedom as your kids get older, you know, like, they can, you don't have to make like every stinking meal for them. You don't have to feed and water them eight times a day. They can go get their own snack. Like that's yeah. a huge, you guys know you have little kids, you know how that goes. Yeah. Um. But also just the stuff you can do and like, I don't know, the way you interact with them, like they're becoming, they're coming into their own. And so um. I just really enjoy that, you know, whether it's like watching movies or playing games or just like talking to them about the world, it's just I, I enjoy them. I enjoy the, the ages that they're at. Um, although I do my 16 year old because of COVID, um, doesn't have her driver's license yet. Like all that kind of got pushed back, like everything else. Right. Um, so I feel sometimes like I'm a nurse practitioner slash Uber driver, but I don't get paid. Like I <laughs> feel like I'm constantly driving her places to soccer practice to a friend's house, which, On one hand, I love, because I know like time is limited and she will be an adult soon, but on the other hand, some days I'm like, good Lord, like, I just want to get out of my car. Like, I feel like I'm living in my car. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh my gosh. No, I can totally relate. I drive mine to and from school, 30 minutes back and forth. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot of driving. We made the choice. Like I made the choice. I'm not complaining, but, um. You know, it is, I'm trying to look at it like it's 30 minutes in the morning, just the three of us and 30 minutes in the afternoon, just the three of us. And I need to be thankful for it, Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, but I do feel like I drive all day. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, I think a lot of things kind of got delayed because of COVID. I bet there are tons of 16 year olds that wish they had their license. And I bet that is so common. So what are y'all going to do about it? Like, um, what, what's happening now? Is is she taking driver's ed?
2: Yep. So she has taken both parts of driver's ed. So she just has to get her hours now um, and then take like the, she took the written test recently. So she has to get more hours and then take the the driving test portion. Okay. She's just, she's just not quite ready yet. So okay. she did, she did get in an accident with her um, permit. So I think it scared her a little bit. So we're just taking it slow. You know, it's a big, it's honestly, that's like the scariest thing has been for me anyway, about having teenagers, teaching them how to drive. Good Lord. Like they should give parents like some kind of prescription for that because it is, it's (laughs) nerve wracking (laughs) letting your kid behind the wheel of a car. Oh my gosh.
3: Yeah. I don't even know how to think about that. <laughs>
2: yeah, don't think about it yet. It's a lot. Let me tell you, when you get to that point, oh my gosh.
3: I think this is the first time I've ever even considered that that's coming.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry.
3: I the very moment.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, I, it, but I, I know is, Caitlin is closer than you, right? Because yeah. your daughter is what, thir-
0: 13? She's 13. She'll be 14 in November, but she's a young Kiddo, for her age, so I don't think she'll be driving right at sixteen. She hasn't yeah. really expressed any interest, and we have these pretty sweet scooter things that she could ride that are motorized, like halfway between a car and a bike. Nice. Um, so, and we don't really go like outside of our little like loop very often. So we've got like our ten minutes one way, ten minutes another way. So I think we'll probably be doing that for a while. But it's it's kind of a blessing that your daughter got into an accident. When she um, was learning to drive, because I think then it like makes it more serious. You know what I mean? Like it'll take oh. driving seriously. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: I think so because she was really gung ho and she will tell you that she's not nervous about it. But I know because before, before that, like she was always bugging me to like drive places and now like I have to bug her. Like, okay, like you got to get your hours, you got to kind of get back on because my car was totaled. She was making a left in another car. It was it was scary. But luckily, Mm. like everyone was fine. Like cars are replaceable people aren't. But um, I think it definitely did kind of like make her realize because kids that age, it's just normal in development. Like they feel invincible. Right. We yes. all felt that way. Like we can remember, I can remember way, 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 way back when, when I felt yeah. that way, you know? <laughs> so I think it kind of was a little bit of a wake up call for her. Like, Oh, this can happen. Um, so hopefully yeah. that will make her a safer driver moving forward. Yeah. yeah. I bet it will.
3: I think it, I bet it will. Totally. One uh-huh. of my.
0: One go in the speed limit and all her friends will want to go fast. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, one of the things is like when I was driving at 16, my parents were like, you're not allowed to drive anybody else right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were
3: like, you could only drive yourself, like to and from school, running errands to practices, whatever. But you can't drive anybody else yet. Like, you can't be in the car distracted by some other teenager.
0: Is that like a law where you're at? We have uh, graduated licensing in Oregon. And so for the first like year, I think after a new driver gets their license when they're under 18, they can't drive with anybody else.
3: Oh, I don't know. Here it is not a law. I mean, when I turned 16, I got my driver's license and I was just let loose. Like there was no like time
2: limits or passengers. No, but no, no, that's that's how it was too. Yeah, oh, really? that's how it was for me too. Like, way back then, like, you took I think like you took a class after school a few days yeah. or a week or something, and then it was like, okay, you take your driver's test, and the, you know, then you can be let loose on society. But yeah. now now though there's like you take it's called like a segment one and you take so many classroom hours and you drive with an instructor and then you have to get so many hours with your parent or guardian and then you go back to another classroom setting and you take a couple classes and take a test then you have to get more hours and I think you can start here in Michigan um at like 14 and a half or 14 years old in nine months something like that so you can start because they want you to be driving longer basically which is a good thing and then I think too there's like curfews like you can't be out past 10 like Mm -hmm. it's the law unless it's from a school function or work and I think there's a limit too on like how many kids can be in the car which honestly I think is a good thing but I mean I would enforce it as a parent myself whether it was a law or not because especially teenage girls like we've all we were all teenage girls you just get so easily distracted and then the phones and the music and everything. Now I feel like if she was driving a group of friends, like it's inevitable, like they would get in an accident, <laughs> There's, yeah. you know, it's just too much. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I, I, um, disobeyed my parents a couple of times in that area.
0: Um, <laughs> to their knowledge or not to their knowledge.
3: Oh, okay. So like, well, I told them, okay. For like, for instance, there was one day that I drove a girl home from school and her house was literally like four doors away from mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I was going to be driving from school to home and I was going to have to literally drive past her house to get home. Yeah. So it was like, who's going to know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> did your parents ever find out?
3: I told them.
0: Oh, you told them what a good I you are.
3: I did. I told them, I was like, look, I drove her home today and here's why. And like, I explained like why she didn't have a ride. Um. Mm-hmm. So whatever. And they were like disappointed and mad. I mean, I don't know if they were mad, but they were just like. And I feel like that there was a consequence, but I don't remember what it was.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, but, you know, I will be honest, all of the accidents that I got into as a teenager, and there weren't like a lot, it was just like some bump ups, but mm-hmm. I was alone all those ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So I'm like, okay, I'm not any safer alone. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh but yeah that driving is scary my grandparents were killed in a car accident when I was 15 years old wild and I yes well I have been like cars have made me nervous ever since and you know I was never in any kind of designate like like devastating accidents because I know people that just like don't drive
0: yeah
3: you know that they just they got into an accident once when they were a kid or whatever and they just don't drive
0: well, my aunt, um, I don't know what scared her so bad, but she is terrified driving on the freeway and she will not drive on the freeway. She will take a back road to like a place that's like an hour away.
3: Yeah. I know people like oh, that wow. too. They won't get on the freeway.
0: Yeah. So. Which I love a freeway. I'm like, let me get on that thing. <laughs> oh,
3: that's my favorite. No stoplights. Yeah, that's better. I know. Um, but you know, it's, it's weird because I, I think that what you said, Katie, about you guys up there like starting at 14 and a half that's smart Mm -hmm. you know like get them started with those classroom hours like young to get them more you know time on the road before they're let uh, go by themselves i think that's i think that's good i like it
2: yeah
3: yeah Yeah, you're probably producing safer drivers because of it
2: i hope so (laughs)
3: yeah so what (laughs) compelling podcasting everyone um (laughs) Yes, um again, like we always say, you're welcome um thanks for listening and um <laughs> so you are a nurse practitioner, and yes, I think that's really cool. My mom is a nurse um she never went on to be a nurse practitioner, but I grew up in a house with a nurse um
2: oh, I'm sorry, my mom was <laughs> a nurse too, well, I know I how mean, that is.
3: my mom my mom was always like are you going to go into the medical field when you get older? And I was like, I am not following in your bloody footsteps. No, <laughs> um, I'm not interested, but like my mom and I would be out to like the movies or out to dinner when I was growing up and she would get paged and have to go to work, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, gosh, the life of a medical professionals child is just so different. Like it's a different kind of experience, you know? Um, yeah. Your parents work in a hospital, but um, so we always ask people like, what was COVID like for you? Like back in March when everything happened. So, I mean, this is, you're our first medical professional that we've had on the show uh, since mm-hmm. Nina. Right.
1: Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so, I mean, tell us like, what was it, what has it been like for you like this? I'm fascinated to hear.
2: So in the beginning, well, I don't work in a hospital, so I'm sure for like medical professionals I mean, anybody, honestly, that works like the front line like that, it was probably a little different and worse because they got the brunt of everything. Um, I can't even imagine, like, I still have friends that work in the ER and work in ICU where I used to work as a nurse. And um, I feel like people are going to have, like, these healthcare workers are going to have PTSD after this last year and a half. Like, it's been crazy. But at the beginning for me, honestly, I was so anxious because at the beginning it was, there wasn't enough or the right PPE. Right. And to like the unknown, cause they were saying like, you can get it from a, a tabletop. Like if you touch something, like, it, you know, it was so like, there was so much unknown. It like yeah. literally every day going to work gave me such anxiety, like not knowing and being, and being worried I was going to bring something home to my family. You know, that was really like the biggest concern, and then as time went on, it got a little bit better. But then, like, I feel like too COVID got very politicized. Um, you know, it's a it's a health, a, a global health crisis, but it got very politicized, and I had to like I just had to stop watching the news. Like, I just it literally I I couldn't take it. Like, it was just it was overwhelmingly. Um, it was it was just overwhelming. Um, it just caused me so much anxiety. Um, in the beginning. But as it went on, um, I definitely got more comfortable and especially like once they knew more and like having the proper PPE, but there was a point I remember talking to my kids like, okay, like if dad and I get this, or like, if we're hospitalized, you know, like my son can drive, like no one can come watch you guys. So like, this is the plan. Like there was a plan in case, like we both ended up in the hospital because I was concerned. Cause I, I mean, I took care of COVID patients that, yeah. you know, if I brought it home, what is that going to look like? Because both of our sets of parents are like in the high risk category. Um, My brother who lives close to us, like he's at high risk for some health conditions. So it was kind of like, who would like come and help you guys out? Probably nobody. So like, this is the plan, which is kind of like, as a parent, it's like, you never want to have to do that, you know? And so that was like, it was just a really anxious time. And then I think too, on the home side of it. So my daughter was a freshman that the, in 2020, and my son was, was he a junior? So they were home for a year and a half doing homeschool. And it's just, it is unnatural for teenagers to be isolated like that. Like they had, they struggled. It was, it was hard. Um, just because, I mean, you know what it was like as a teenager, like you're all about your friends and, you know, that's the time when you should be having fun and doing all this stuff. And instead, like you're stuck home with parents on a computer. So it was just a really tough year. And honestly, I'm so grateful that we have a vaccine um, and that my kids were able to get vaccinated to be able to go back to school in person because it's just made a really big difference. Um you know, and my daughter is playing soccer and I feel, you know, I feel better because they, they're able to be vaccinated, but I'm just really thankful to, for a little bit of normalcy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally get what you're saying about, like, it's unnatural for teenagers to be home all the time. Um, because my kiddo is 13. So this year she's in eighth grade, But when everything started, she was like in the middle of her sixth grade year at a new school. And so she was just like really developing new relationships and like meeting friends. And then all of that has basically been stunted. And like, we don't really have anybody's phone numbers. And she's like trying to find her friends on like Instagram and TikTok and stuff. And I don't know, it's, it's been really tough because my kids are still doing homeschool because my youngest is not vaccinated and I'm a high risk person. So it's just yeah. been it's been a lot. So her whole middle school time is basically going to be homeschool, which is so weird to me.
2: Yeah. That's is- tough too, because you think about too, like, you know, the kids, how much they learn, how much they develop and how they learn about social interactions and how to socialize and how to work through conflict. Like they're missing, they're missing that, you know, yeah. like they're missing out on so much, but at the same time, it's like, you know you want to keep them healthy. Like there's there's yeah. such a, a hard it's, balance, you it's know a weird, to...
0: hard balance, that's for it sure. Is.
2: It is. We're really gonna be is.
3: seeing the effects of this. I mean, okay, let's say that we do reach herd immunity and we get the virus under control.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, like that we do, like as a world globally, get the virus under control, which is the mm-hmm. goal, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's say 20 years after that happens. Yeah. When these kids that are living through this right now are like professionals are becoming professionals, you know, yeah. there there's going to be people who study the effects of the coronavirus on this generation.
1: Yeah. So, well, like there will sure. be
3: people that will be looking at like, how are they different than generations prior to them because they went through this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, because like, when I look at like everything that my kids went through in a year with like my husband and I splitting up and then coronavirus and being home from school all the time and I mean there are kids that are in all kinds of different situations but it's like the they they are being affected by this like there's no way that we can deny like as hard as we may have worked for on their homeschooling you know
1: mm-hmm. so yeah
0: well and even even kids who are back in the building like I don't know how it is where you guys are but it's not normal. Like it's not they're they're not going back into the building to a normal school year. No, they're not. Absolutely everybody's not. in masks, everybody's 3 to 6 feet apart. There's like a whole bunch of regulations. Little kids can't hug their teachers. Like it's it's not normal anyway cut the pie.
3: No, it's definitely not. And like like you said like in the building, that that whole environment um you know, I mean there are just things that my kids have told me on the way home from school, you know, well, we used to be able to do this, but now we have to like, they, they eat their lunch outside most days.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I feel like schools in the building are more institutionalized than they ever were just because they have to be so careful with the protocols right now. Well, lunch
3: is not like a social time where they can sit and like hang out and chat with each other. Like they sit quietly separated from each other and they eat, you know, it's just such a different, so I, but you're, you're right, Katie, that they are not meant to be isolated.
1: Mm-hmm. That,
3: like that time in your development, I feel like that so much of who you become in the end has to do with, you know, who you hung out with when you were a teenager and what kind of stuff you were into and just, um, you know, so just uh, all of this digital stuff that they have now been, you know, submersed in, like all this Zoom and everything else, like it's just, they're going to be different kind of people.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, and you can, I can see it like working in healthcare too. So I work as like a, basically a primary care provider and treating people with depression and anxiety and trying to get them in to see therapists and referring them and counselors and psychologists and psychiatrists, they are, they're overwhelmed too. Like there's so many, there's just so much feeling. There's so much more like depression and anxiety. It's just you know, it's just a lot. And also like these kids too, I think, you know, learning how to communicate and socialize, it's totally different than, you know, how we went to high school or how people went to high school, even a few years ago, they're, they're learning to communicate, not face-to-face, but via zoom. And which is good and bad. It's, it's good. Like I know my son, um, he did robotics in high school. And what I think was really good for him was being able to have like Zoom or Discord and things like that, because he connected with some robotics friends in different schools in different areas. And um, it it was great for him. So like, in one hand, I'm really thankful for that. Because I mean, even for me, Instagram for me has been like a happy place this past year, I have made some great friendships. Um, I have a friend, Sarah at Plan Positives, like she started these Sunday night Zoom sessions, and we would all plan together. And honestly, like that helped me through this crappy year it was like a time where like I could like hang out with people who just like to plan and play with stickers and chat and it, it's I don't know so technology like it's been kind of an escape too it's been like such a good thing but it will be interesting like you said Leanne to see like when they're researching this later down the line how it has affected people how like they communicate with one another
3: yeah 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 because if you look at just the way something you know I don't want to say insignificant because it's not but something as like normal to us as the introduction of the smartphone mm-hmm. you know I mean like if you look at millennials and how like don't call me unless you text me first yeah. you, know, like, you look at like the way communication has changed without a global pandemic being involved yeah. You know, like when we were able to go and see each other all the time and be out in public and stuff when we could interact with each other face to face. You know, we still I mean, communication still changes. It's just it's it's crazy. I I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see how it all how you know how how... it ends
0: even even not the kids like like you were saying katie the adults and just like i think the awareness um some friends and i have joked that like we all used to blow our spit all over one cake to blow out candles for people like that (laughs) is something i will never do again i will never have a whole cake at a birthday party like that i'll have individually wrapped cupcakes or something um (laughs) And like my mom, who has always been super social, like she works at our local grocery store. And like, anytime we go somewhere, she knows someone she's like afraid to leave her house. Like, it's just this incredible switch. And then someone like me, who's a real introvert, I could see myself being like getting into a place where I'm like agoraphobic, like afraid to leave my home. I
3: feel the um, same, Caitlin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that you said that. Because yeah, like
0: I could really, and that's not to downplay anyone who really struggles with that, but I if I don't actively practice leaving my house or like going for walks, like I could just sit here and get into a really bad place. Um so I think I think we're already seeing like the effects on of course kids and how they interact, but those of us who are adults as well, I think there's just a lot more fear.
3: Yeah, I love that you said that because um, I I have always felt like I had a little tiny touch of that, like fear mm-hmm. of leaving the house. Yeah. Um, and then we quarantined for a while and yep. didn't go to restaurants, didn't go in stores unless we had to, you know, that kind of thing. But then Jamie and I, when we started dating about three weeks into our relationship, he said, let's go to a restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: and this was august of 2020 and i had not been in a restaurant since february yeah so we get out of the car and are walking up from the parking lot and i was like terrified
0: hyperventilating yeah
3: yes i was like it was legit fear like it was very real
0: yeah i believe you and yeah. it was
3: just like i because i had not been inside of a building in public in so long that it was just like the oh that was just so scary now of course i did it Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was fine, but it was just like, I, it's that's a fear that I had not ever felt before. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, it had been completely produced by this experience.
0: Right. Or like I'll be in the craft store and somebody will like have their mask below their nose and they'll like walk up on me. Like they'll get close. I will run out of the aisle. Like I'm not, I'm not (laughs) going to play. I don't care how crazy I look, but I will run or quickly walk away from them and pretend like I'm looking at something else.
3: Yes. I Uh, get very upset when someone gets too close to me at a store. Like I, right. And like, I cannot believe how many
0: people I still see wearing their mask below their nose. I cannot believe it.
3: I I don't know. Yeah, Katie. I'm sure. I bet you. I bet you have some things that you could say about the mask too, as a medical professional, people and how they're wearing them.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know about like if you're not wearing it above your nose, you might as well just take it off. I don't. I don't quite understand that, but you know. like oh
3: my gosh like you're trying to look like you're following the rules but really
2: (laughs) I know (laughs) that's not like
3: anybody oh that's (laughs) so funny well let's talk about planners let's talk about planners. yes I want to talk about um do it yeah okay so it seems like every time we have a squad member on the show there has just been a new release is that because there's a new release like every week
0: Perhaps. I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which so, I love. I, some people complain about all the happy planner releases, but I love them.
2: Yeah, I don't mind. And I guess this is kind of like my take on it is I'm an adult. And if like, I don't feel like I need to keep up with it. Like I buy the things I want. And if I don't have the money, yeah. then I don't get it. But, and I don't know that it's meant like, oh, buy all the things, but I think it's just like, there's a little something then for everybody. That's, that's my take on it anyway. So I don't, I don't mind it either. I mean, I would have said this, not being on squad, you know, I, oh, yeah it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me either. Absolutely.
0: I think you're right. I think it just provides like a selection of different things. Um, so yeah. Uh, and I do, I love to shop anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I love the the shopping blog. And if there's new stuff in the store that I can go see when I'm filming that, I'm down for it.
2: And it's so much better too. Oh, sorry. No, no,
3: it's fine. We talk over each other all the time here. (laughs) Um, I don't really think that um, it used to be those new releases. They aggravated me for a while because I felt like I was supposed to get everything. Uh And like, I knew that I wasn't supposed to get every planner. Right. But... I felt like I was supposed to get every sticker book, you know, like I felt like that that was like the goal that I would at least get the stickers. Well, now I feel like that they are putting out so many stickers that there really are ones that aren't for me. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's okay to not have them all.
0: Yeah. Like the cat and dog ones this year, like they were cute, but like, I don't have a cat or a dog.
3: Yeah. They're just stickers for other people. And I kind of like that, that they are trying to like widen the you know here's here's something just different interests you know different things because all the gardening things like I've bought some of the gardening sticker books because the stickers in there are pretty but there are probably people that really can use that stuff as like for their garden you know I mean
2: yeah yeah people that are well I think in this fall release I think there were 33 sticker books like that's a lot of sticker books like we do not need 33 sticker books but like there's I don't know. There's like such a wide variety of stuff. You're going to, f- I feel like most people are going to find something that they like. Yeah. totally.
3: Yeah. And you know, complaining, not complaining, but for a while there, I mean, I think I have a whole video on YouTube. that's like why I switched to Erin Condren. Yeah. And that video, y'all, that's one of my most watched videos. I'm not even good. Um, but at the time my answer was I can't keep up. Yeah. Yeah you know, like I can't keep up with all of the releases. I can't, it's just too much. Um, but then I don't know. I realized I don't have to, right. like that pressure was coming from me nowhere else.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard too being on social media. I mean, let's just be honest. Like you're on Instagram and you see, like you see everybody using the new stuff and it makes you like get FOMO a little bit. And I mean, I'm guilty of it. Like I will see like Jasmine or Natasha or Sarah from creating with Sarah, like do these beautiful rainbow spreads. And I'm like, Oh, that's so cute. I need that book. And I get it. And I sit down I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Like, I did not know how to plan with these rainbow stickers, but like you kind of get that way. And then you start, I think all of us are guilty of that, right? Like kind of falling into that FOMO and feeling like you need it. But I think like, as you've been in it, like in the community a little bit longer, you kind of recognize that like okay I can appreciate that and think it's cute but not need to own it (laughs) that's kind of where I'm at yeah
3: I think I'm there too and it took a minute
2: yeah exactly
3: well and I still I also feel like you
0: know when you are on social media like this is a little bit of like breaking the fourth wall for people who are not but like if you get things first even if you don't necessarily like them you're you're gonna get more views (laughs) like that's just how it goes. So, um, I think a lot of people would buy, and I've been guilty of this before too. like buy a bunch of stuff to show on camera. And then you're like, well, what am I actually going to use this for? So I've been going more towards like, I'm still, I'm still going to spend a good chunk of change on every release, but I really am going to buy the stuff that really speaks to me only.
3: Yes. Specific yeah. For my needs, not so much. Mm-hmm. Like, let me show this on my social media.
1: Yeah,
0: um, exactly.
3: I, I think that my social media will come across probably more authentic if I am only show showing things that I purchased on purpose that I like
2: totally um, oh yeah
3: um you know 100%. Like, but you know and that's not to say like I and listen if there's anybody out there that would like to sponsor anything that Caitlin <laughs> please, please, yeah yes. um, <laughs> I am not saying that I am like above showing off something that is a sponsored item either but I just mean like you know, I, I feel like at this point when there's a happy planner release, I buy what I feel like I could use out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with like Aaron Condren, because I am still shopping from Aaron Condren and I, um, I guess what's been hard lately is that a lot of these companies have been doing collabs with, you know, like Disney and star Wars and like, um, hello kitty and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. and i was a huge hello kitty fan as a child like i th- we had a store called Sanrio rio surprise that was like my favorite place to go and for me it's like do i want that on my planner though yeah yeah you know so it's like there was a time that i would have felt like oh my gosh it's hello kitty and they have released the covers and i need to have them all mm-hmm. yeah and now i'm just kind of like but do i really like want that on you know so it's just we change like we grow as people and planners and influencers or well, I don't know if you want to call us that but
0: creators <laughs> some of that creators
3: creators, you change like the, you know you, your your intentions change as you grow in this yeah.
2: so. well yeah. I think to some people is like content creators too like like Caitlin like you have a YouTube and an Instagram and part of content creation is showing new things so like for you it might make sense to purchase things like you might not in love with, but you think your audience might like to show it or a planner to kind of show how to use it because that's part of what you're doing. Right. Right. Where Mm -hmm. like, if you have a hobby account on Instagram and you're just sharing your pictures and which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with either one. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to buy all, you're only buying the things that you're going to use.
3: Yes. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I can see, I know that there have been times that I've been like, well, I'm going to buy this because I want to open it on camera.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah or like I've had a viewer like specifically request like can you flip through this planner and if it's not something that I bought I bought the planner and then flipped through it and then returned it I'm not even gonna lie 100% <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: the things you do for your viewers what yeah. You do? yeah yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I would, I'd like, I don't know. I'd like to think that my presence is pretty authentic because I'm a really bad liar and probably a bad actor in in general. (laughs) Um, So I'd like to think that it's pretty authentic, but there are little things that like you do to curate your content, like Instagram and YouTube is not real life.
3: No, it is definitely not. Um, And, you know, I have to say, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how to say this. Like, I enjoy curated content too. <laughs> like, I know that we're always talking about like, you know, like, yeah. I know we're always talking about like, oh, I'm authentic and I'm this and that. But people that put a lot of effort into like making their stuff look a certain way, like that's that's talent to me.
0: Like Katie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well I don't even know if Paige does that on purpose like I don't know
2: like I think she's beautiful <laughs> like whatever it is, beautiful. <laughs> I mean but we we all at some extent like curated content because yeah that's what I'm saying does, so I mean obviously it does well for a reason like yeah I do I appreciate people being authentic like I follow um like some people who are like body positive or plus size or you know, I follow stuff like that too. I like, a, I guess I like a good mix. It just depends. Like, I don't mind if someone is on, you know, stories and talking about how, like, I had a really tough day today because that can be helpful, you know, because sometimes it, it can get to feel like, oh, am I the only one feeling this way? So I can, I can appreciate that too. I can appreciate the, like the really beautiful curated photos, but I can also appreciate a good messy kitchen because, you know, (laughs) it's it's me too like yeah I can make a cute picture but you're not seeing like that like my living room is a mess afterwards you know because I have all this like I have pumpkins everywhere you know so
0: (laughs) oh my gosh right or like after I film my YouTube video and I have like six sticker books out like then you have to go back and clean it all up and sometimes I don't (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah exactly like like in a youtube video like yeah you see my nice clean little space in front of me you don't see like the hoarder's sticker paradise that's like ready to bury me alive you know
1: (laughs) if
3: if
0: anything on this show has been relatable it is that that's I feel
1: that in my soul
3: oh oh so but yeah because we're always like oh no when I'm on social media I'm authentic I feel like I say that all the time like when really I'm over here looking at all of these curated pages that are pretty yeah
0: I mean there's something to be said about that but I mean there is like I like you said Katie I think a good mix is is probably my vibe too or like my what I cure or go to what I look, what I like. And so I think that's generally what I produce as well. Like I have, I work very hard to create my, what people might consider clickbait titles
3: on my videos,
0: but people are watching them. So (laughs) I like your
3: titles, Caitlin.
0: (laughs) I, I mean, I it's, it's smart marketing. I'm just going to say that I am, I am pro clickbait. I will see if it's, if it's actually in the video, I don't think it's clickbait in my opinion.
2: I honestly, like, I don't, I don't get all upset about stuff like that. Like, I don't mind. I, I don't know. I know some people may feel differently, but I'm kind of like, you do you like whatever works. Like it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't affect me, what do I care? And sometimes it's kind of funny, you know, it's like, it's entertainment, right? YouTube yeah. is supposed to be entertainment.
0: Right. Well, and there's a reason why people click on titles like that. Like I said, there's a whole marketing, we don't have to get into the marketing of it. But there's a whole, there's a whole marketing thought process behind it. Um, but I, I like, I like seeing titles like that too, because I'm like, Ooh, what tea is going down in your video? Yeah.
2: <laughs> there's a, there's a reason we all click on those videos. Like yeah. you can, you can say, but we do it. We know why, you know, yep. exactly.
3: I know when the title across your face is the happy planner said, what?
0: <laughs> as long as you talk about what the happy planner said I am not gonna have a problem with that title <laughs> if you gonna talk about Erin Condren in that video where you said the happy planner said what then that is the kind of clickbait that I don't agree with
3: yeah yeah
2: that's true I would agree I'm, with that
3: I just think that oh my gosh I love I love your titles every time I see them I'm like girl <laughs>
2: I know I'm a little extra
0: I'm a little extra
3: it's it's so cute um <laughs> Well, um, we have not even properly said this, I don't think on the show, but congratulations on making squad this year.
2: Thank you so much.
3: Yeah. I know that, um, it gets kind (laughs) of, it gets kind of weird because like that can be a touchy area for some people.
0: Yeah. Um, And it was, I feel like it was hard in the community this year. So it must've been hard for you guys to celebrate too.
3: Yeah. And I, you know, I knew that you were going to make it i mean mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie i'm not even a Like, i'm not even saying i'm sorry for putting that out here in this podcast
2: <laughs> oh thank you
3: like but seriously like we, i've been following you for so long and it's like once you know this this year came around i was like well katie's gonna be on the squad this year like there's how could they not pick you
1: right you
3: no know, i was like oh,
1: thank you oh,
3: i was like she's the whole squad like that doesn't even she's mean <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know it's so it's so hard because like there are people who made it who I were like they're definitely gonna make it and there were people who I thought would make it who didn't and I think everyone who made it on squad like they're all amazing and deserving but there are people who didn't make it who are also deserving so it is like definitely mixed emotions. Like when I got that email, well, first of all, I, I got it a daily. I don't even know why I wasn't looking like, I almost, I almost missed it. Like they had to send me a second email, like, Hey, did you see the first email? And I was kind of like, Oh crap. But I mean, hashtag mom life. I, I don't know. So, but I mean, that was in that moment. I was super excited. Um, but then like, uh, honestly, like right after that, I, I felt a little sad because I knew like, you know, there are going to be people who are disappointed and that were. And so that was kind of tough. It's hard to be, you know, obviously like just as a person and the profession that I'm in, I, I care about people. So it was, it was hard to celebrate or, and I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't really excited at first because there were people who were really upset and I hate to see people that upset because honestly, everybody in this community brings something unique to the table and like, yeah, I'm on squad and I'm super excited and I'm very, very grateful, but there are people who aren't on squad who I still felt who I'm like inspired by every day. Like everybody brings something new and it doesn't matter what title or PR team or anything like that. You know, we wouldn't, it wouldn't be a community without everybody. I really, truly believe that. Mm
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. I love that you said that because, um, I will always be happy for everybody who makes squad, but it's just not something that's necessarily for me. And I know there's other people who feel that way as well, but I feel like, uh, I've gotten to the point where I can just like watch you guys on squad and be excited and know that I'm not going to apply. But I know that there are people who have applied for like several years who have worked really hard to, like we were talking about curate their content. So it, it matches like the marketing vibe that the happy planner is looking for. And, uh, and that's probably been hard to work that hard and not have, and not be, I guess, paid off for that work. Um, so I, ca- I can see it from both sides, but I'm excited for you guys and your squad. Like, I feel like I know so many of you guys, which is really exciting. So I'm happy yeah. to have your squad.
2: And I think too, like just doing, it's just like, I feel like I started, because I had applied the year before and didn't make it. And, and I feel like after that, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do the things I like. And mm-hmm. and back like a year ago, year and a half ago, a lot of people were doing like the flat lays, like the very white background, which there's nothing wrong with that, But it yeah. wasn't quite me. And I feel like after like not making it last year like I was disappointed but I'm like you know what I'm what I like to do and that's when I started adding like the wheat in quickly I would say (laughs) and like making like really like adding stuff into my photos because that's what I like to look at and I don't think like at that time that was not really happy planner's aesthetic necessarily like that wasn't what you were seeing a lot of but it made me happy and I think it maybe came across And that's all you can do you can just do the things Plan the way that works for your life. Create content that you enjoy, and I think it just it comes across that way. Like you know, people will like it because it's you because they follow you for that reason. Right? Yeah, I
0: like that. I like that a lot. The genuine content. Um, I feel like the Happy Planner can feel that uh, when they're looking at people's pages because we all know they're looking. <laughs> we know they're scouting people yeah. out well in advance. So I think I think I like that. I like that authentic kind of view.
3: Well, I think that. I what I have noticed and I don't know which it's like a chicken or egg situation like you have all of these influencers that you know seemingly out of the blue like transition from white flat lays you know (laughs) like a stark white background to like all of these beautiful accessories you know and it's like they started like really stylizing and accessorizing the pictures and it started kind of morphing into that and I feel like that the happy planners aesthetic changed with it you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I almost feel like that when influencers started doing that on Instagram, happy planners started putting more of that stuff on their page. And now that's like what they're, it's almost like now that's their aesthetic when before it wasn't, yeah. um, you know, cause like you, you can kind of like, look at how they have changed over the past two years too. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. do think that, you know, the, and like you said, there's nothing wrong with like your planner on a white background because Lord knows that's what I like to do, um, <laughs> but you know I I played around with like trying some different color backgrounds and you know there was a while that I would put like scrapbook paper behind all my pictures and stuff like that but it's just like you know I, I am so impressed by what you guys do, um, and I say you all of you meaning like you the squad members, um, okay. and. Uh, because the happy planner somehow figures out how to find a handful of people that have their own voice but also kind of match their marketing style like you know what i mean like it's just Mm -hmm. i i I know that people at the time of squad selection and we always talk about this on the show that we feel a certain type of way about it um that it you know it feels it feels weird it feels weird when people are sad it feels bad um but like there's a lot of people that have gotten upset with, with people in the community because they chose to apply for squad, Mm -hmm. you know, or like their stance on squad. Like people have gotten like kind of personal about it.
0: Yeah. Or even just their stance on the happy planner. Like I think, okay, so here's the thing at the end of the day, it's all paper and stickers and it uh, it should definitely be representative of everybody and it should be inclusive in every way possible and all of those things so don't get me wrong but at the end of the day it's just paper and stickers and I think a lot of people forget that
3: (laughs) well I just I think that when you're looking at the individuals in the community that either apply for squad or don't yeah and then you make a judgment on what the on what choice they made
0: yeah. It's it, like yeah. you
3: you are you are and when really it's like it's not the individuals in the community it's the company itself. Mm. You know, it's like it's like you it's almost I feel like that people were directing their anger uh, at the wrong place. Yeah. Like at yeah. yeah. election time. It's like okay, if you're going to be mad about this, like don't be mad at the people that chose to apply.
2: Yeah. Well and at oh. the end of the day we're you know, we're all adults and I, if somebody wants to apply for a squad or not apply for squad, like that's on them, you know, um, or for another PR company or wants to use an Erin Condren or a happy planner or whatever. I mean, to me, it doesn't matter. I'm going to like encourage people either way, whatever works, because this is, this is personal, right? Planners are to, you're trying to plan your best life, right? You're trying to get by or, you know, do the mom life things. And if somebody wants to be on squad and because it's a hobby that brings them joy. Awesome. If they are on squad and they're trying to like grow and become a content creator and, you know, make a side hustle or a business out of it, like yay for you too. Like I will clap either way, but I'm not going to be mad at somebody because their decision is different than mine. Like we all have different paths in life and make our own choices and you know, like hooray for everybody.
3: Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way too. And, you know, and I, I, we, and Caitlin, you and I have got to have like a, we, we've got to, we, we got to stop like beating this home that like use whatever you want to out there, everybody. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, like
0: use whatever planner you want. Like I have friends who use the Happy Planner. I have friends who use EC. I have friends who switch back and forth. And I don't know, it just feels like right now, the vibe around the happy planner is if you use happy planner, you don't stand for social justice. And I don't know, man, like, I feel like that is maybe taking it a little bit too seriously.
2: Yeah, And that, I mean, I can speak for it. That is 100%. Like I am for you love who you want to love you. You know, everyone deserves to be equal. We all have a seat at the table. So just because I really like my happy planner stickers does not mean I don't believe those other things because that's that's not true and that's not true of the people that I talk to on squad and have gotten to know like they're all wonderful people. It's not yeah. a fair
0: assumption. Yeah,
1: agreed.
3: Hey. Yeah. yeah um so what do you love about this new release let's um let's let's Um, oh my goodness like you have gotten how okay so you've been getting squad boxes have you had one like give us a little tea about like what what kind of stuff have they been sending you
2: so i got one big squad box and then like a couple other like smaller things but because the fall release was really like the first yeah that was like the first thing but that was like a you know, quite a bit after, like, cause we started, I think technically in August, but the fall release was like the first thing. So honestly, that was kind of like Christmas. It was overwhelming to open it. Um, just because I mean, part of I'm for me anyway, part of me was like, I can't believe like, uh, like it was a little unbelievable, but also feeling like very grateful and also like a little undeserving. Like, I can't believe like this is happening, but, um, the you fall deserve, release, I'll I will say, say that
3: you deserve it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: It was, it was though, a little, you know, it's overwhelming. It's a, it's a big box of, I mean, stickers, hello and planners, but the fall <laughs> release is always my favorite. Cause I'm definitely like a seasonal planner. I love spooky season. I love fall. I love Christmas. So in fall, I always like, I love all the seasonal stickers. I'm always oh, excited yeah. about those the most.
0: Yes. The seasonal stickers are my jam. I know that we connect on that a lot. And I have to say, I loved your challenge or the, um, I can't remember what it was called. I'm going to totally butcher the title of murder it. Murder mystery. The, the, uh, what, um. Oh, murder mystery. Yes. I'm sorry. It's early. My brain is really trying <laughs> <It's just laughs> not awake enough. Yes. The murder mystery. That was so fun. that what you and Sarah put together and everyone else. That was so fun to watch.
2: It was, you know, I have to, this was Sarah's brainchild. I cannot take credit. She kind of came up with this and it was like, when we did that, it was like a really busy season. My son was graduating. We were trying to get ready for graduation and parties and stuff, but um, it was so much fun, especially just doing things with like other people in the community and they were so like Sarah and I reached out to these people and didn't tell them exactly what they were doing. Like um, Christopher and Layla and just like everybody were just like, yeah, like we're in, you know, and that's always fun to kind of collaborate with other people and just do something fun in the community. Because I think that's what brought a lot of us here is like the sense of community of, having people who like the same things that you like, because it's not like, I don't have a planner friend quote unquote, like in, in my real life, you know, like, obviously like the friends I've met on Instagram are my friends, but I don't like know anyone else. So it's kind of nice to connect with people. And that was the fun thing about that challenge, just like connecting with them and seeing how everybody like their videos and their reels were amazing. Like I was blown away. Like everyone did such a good job and it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. They, those folks who did those reels are so talented. Oh, they're very, it was very cool. And it all came together so beautifully. Oh, it was so cool. I I just loved it. It was, it was <laughs> like you said, something really fun for the community when it's been really heavy around here lately. Um, So I, I love little fun things like that. It makes me kind of want to plan, plan something.
3: Yeah, I know. I I would like, I would like to plan something too, where, and, you know, to the people that, you know, that you chose like to like participate, you know, are the people that are like really, really great at that kind of content,
1: you know? Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: So I, if talking about like reels and stuff, there are people in this community that kill it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean just like they just kill it and like I I'm over here just like well I'll watch a TikTok but I don't even know how to record on there. <laughs> so, I tried one time and Jamie tried one time. He has a TikTok that just says is it recording? <laughs> and he's like oh i made a tiktok and he just put it up no. <laughs> oh, Jamie, <That's> hilarious. No. <laughs> and all it says is is it recording
2: <laughs> that's like hashtag old people tiktok can you just picture it like hundreds of tiktoks is it recording i don't know how to stop it is this is this going
0: <laughs> so funny because he is he's older than leanne we'll just
3: say that <laughs> And he does, he loves to watch TikToks. And I can see him like his wheels turning in his brain like, how do they do this? And I can see him over there like messing around with like settings. And I'm like, no, no, just stop. <laughs> No, we're not going it. down this road. We are not learning how to make TikToks. We. Are not doing you that. thought
0: you it was bad when you had to train your parents on Facebook. Nobody told you about your fifty-year-old spouse. You're gonna have to train on TikTok.
3: No, and I'm like, look, it's the blind leading the blind because I don't <laughs> <that on> TikTok. <laughs> not, like all I can do, like I've only just recently discovered that, like, if you put a heart on it, then you can go back and watch it later.
0: Oh, jeez.
3: It like, changed <laughs> my life. <laughs>
2: some of these people are so creative I don't know that I have the patience to like plot like seriously because you get like a 30 second video but it can take you like half an hour to film like I don't know if I have the patience for all of that so I love watching it and I'm so appreciative of people like Layla is always um, Lila I'm sorry is always killing her wheels like they're always so like intricate yeah. And I love watching them, but I don't. I could never do that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. and it's, that's the same thing with me. Like when I make a YouTube video, I know that's going to take me thirty minutes to an hour to film. I'm well aware of that, but I'm going to have all that content afterwards. I there's absolutely no way you could talk me into making a thirty second video that's going to take me thirty minutes to make. <laughs> absolutely not.
3: Well, it's like okay, these people that are on TikTok and they you know they look like all beat up and grungy or whatever at the beginning of the video and then they like slap the camera and then they're all hot and like made up
0: that takes two hours guaranteed that takes a yeah.
3: to do. I'm like that you know like that little tiny 10 second video is like too much that's just too much It's like okay i remember when i'm looking exactly. busted to take a video yeah <laughs> so, unless it serves
0: a double purpose like unless you're gonna go out later afterwards in that makeup like maybe I they are maybe yeah you know
3: what a lot of people maybe really do like get ready and that's what that's when they make those tiktoks but i don't know some of these some of these are like oh and i like the tiktoks where they show you like how they made a previous tiktok
2: yeah you know oh
3: like, yeah like tiktok inception exception. <laughs> <You know, TikTok's laughs> like- <laughs> Yeah, it's like you're watching the TikTok of them making that other TikTok that you just watched before. Like, it's just, yeah, people are so creative. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just not, I just don't know if that's ever going to be me. Like, I can sit down and put some stickers in my planner and talk to the camera um, yeah. and then, you know, slap that up on YouTube with a thumbnail.
0: Yeah, but that's the beautiful thing about social media is there's a little bit of something for everybody. So I might not do TikTok, but I might do YouTube. And then there's other people uh, like our guest, Katie, who curate beautiful photos. And there are other people who make reels like Danny and Lila. Um, And I just feel like it it gives just another space for people to be creative and I'm here for it.
3: Yeah, I am too. I I love it. I really, and I know that TikTok, look, I know that TikTok was around before the pandemic. (laughs) okay i i know because i think that my tiktok account it tells me when i created it and i think it was like 2019 i don't know um so i know that it was around before Mm -hmm. but for me i think that the pandemic has brought out a lot of creativity in people oh
0: totally and tiktok is really only being used by like age 12 to 16 at that time before the pandemic and now it's like everybody is on tiktok
3: Yes, that, and I think that a lot of that came from, and that may be why you know when I was teaching back before the pandemic, and I was teaching in the in the classroom, and people would be like, Miss Spicer, come and watch this this TikTok, you know, and you're like, no, absolutely, oh not. my gosh, do not put your phone in my face, I don't like that. Um, <laughs> really, it was just people dancing, you know, and I would watch my kids yeah. make dance videos like in class, you know what I mean? Like I would see them do this, and it was not interesting to me you know? And that's why I resisted it for so long. And now it's like so many different kinds of videos and so many different kinds of content. And I do think that the pandemic had a lot to do with that. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh yeah. My 68 year old mom, like I will be at work and she's sending me TikToks and it's like, you may be retired, lady, but I'm at work. Quit sending me TikToks all day. Like, retired. why are you on TikTok all day?
0: Uh, that describes my relationship with Leanne. Retired over there, <laughs> sending me TikToks all day when I'm trying to be in meetings.
3: Okay, well, listen. I had my first day of my new job yesterday. Well, first day as a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Do you know how many TikToks I saw yesterday? Zero. I saw three TikToks. Oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, I was going to say, are your, are your coworkers that your new job, AKA the kids, do they send you TikToks all day?
3: Um, <laughs> no, because the kids that my, my little, my little kids, their, their content that they like is not interesting to me. So they know not to send me that stuff. I mean, like, yeah, yeah in fact, what, one of my, one of Jamie's sons has a TikTok, and I can't make sense of it. Like, I don't understand like what kind of, I don't even know what it is. Like I'm watching these videos and I'm like, what even is this? It's like some anime stuff. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Sometimes my daughter will send me something and she'll be like, oh, you have to watch this TikTok. And she's like dying laughing. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, yeah, that's not that funny.
3: Happens, that happens to me a lot, but Jamie sends me yeah. TikToks, but obviously not during the day yesterday. Cause he was, he had his first day at work too. So, but now we're both, <laughs> I, I don't have, I watched three TikToks yesterday and it felt really bad. <laughs> <It felt really laughs> like, <bad. laughs> I, I i feel like i need more than that in my day
2: um you're going through some TikTok withdrawal
3: yes so and i because i literally had like four minutes between dinner going in the oven and i don't know something else like i had four minutes of nothing to do and i was like what am i gonna do so I watched a few TikToks and then Jamie got home and the whole night got started and it was just crazy and I didn't see another one for the rest of the night. Um, but yeah, I, I miss, I already miss it, Caitlin. I've only in, I only have a new job one day and I'm already like, man, this is not no. the time I thought I was going to get
0: <laughs> You'll, the TikTok time will come you'll settle into this new job and you'll have your routine and you won't have kids on but you only had a kid on a half day of school so you really only got from 9 30 to 12
3: as yes you're you're right you're right there were there was oh. lots of extenuating circumstances but um you you guys know what time it is I think it's time
0: is it time is it currently page time
3: time do we can we agree like as a group that it's currently page time?
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs>
3: I, I will agree to that. I think so. I think I think it is. Um, so I'm gonna let Caitlin get us started. And before we start, um I, I don't know when you looked at the notes, Katie. I'm sure that you knew that this was coming. Do you have like the currently page ready for us, like ready to go?
2: Uh sort of. Well, we, there's <laughs> a little bit of waning it, a little, a little. You know, I may have a couple answers, but that's okay. Well, we'll just go with it. Perfect. Like it.
3: <laughs> Caitlin and I did our own currently pages this week, and I was winging it the whole time. And I week it, it was coming.
2: <laughs> well,
3: they're not in the planners
0: anymore, so it's so hard to make them. Yeah,
3: yeah. that's true. That's true. All right, so start us uh-huh. off, Caitlin.
0: Ready? Okay, Katie, what are you reading right now? Are you reading anything?
2: So I I well i've been i listen to audible a lot because um so i listen to like your the podcast i listen to podcasts but i also will listen to audible because there's a few days i have a long commute so technically not reading a book right now but i just um downloaded the x hex i don't know i haven't even started but that will be on my list for this week
0: ooh that sounds good what's it about
2: um i i think it's kind of like a like an easy read I don't even know I don't even remember to be honest with you know, I've heard um, it. I'm already I'm already failing it currently page time it's like I think it's like some kind of like fall witchy like romantic like you know like one of those it's like a beach yes. read you know how you pick out books for the beach that are like campy and easy to read and you can be done in a day and like, it's as like that, but, like, the fall version of that. Yeah, I long as they have I'm a thinking.
0: shirtless guy on the cover, like, that's what I'm going
2: for. <laughs> okay, no one is shirtless, but there's, like, there's a, a guy and a girl, like, on a broom, so, like, by the name. So, it's, like, probably, like, some kind of, like, campy Halloween, easy. Yeah.
0: Romance.
3: Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> yeah, my something friend, like that. My friend Tara um, and I used to go to the beach,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and she would always bring the trashiest worst like <laughs> beach novels that I have ever seen like I don't even know if there's like there's got to be like a category for these at the bookstore but <laughs> I mean I like, think it's like, called the romance section <laughs> no, like and she always picked like the supernatural ones oh okay so you know you've got like you know a were elephant or something you know what I mean like there's aware <laughs> <all> elephants these- <laughs> it's like there's all of these like supernatural beasts that turn into other things and some of them might be men and you know (laughs) Twilight part 12
2: yeah yes I always (laughs) it just depends like sometimes I like serious books I think it just depends what's going on in my life like I will I I love to read but sometimes like when like my life I feel like is kind of hectic right now between like work and the kids like I feel like I'm treading water so Mm -hmm. like I will veer towards more like I don't know, like just easy reads and like even TV shows. Like I don't want to watch anything serious. Like I want like trash TV or something that's going to like take my mind off things. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: totally. I definitely know that feeling of needing to have my mind on something, something exciting. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um,
3: okay. So what are you planning? Are you planning anything fun coming up?
2: Um, I have a staycation next week. So I'm very excited for that. I'm like counting down my work days this week. So when this airs, I will actually be on vacation. So just planning for some downtime to get some stuff done, to relax, to spend some time with my family. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's a much needed vacation.
3: It's so interesting to hear people after all this COVID stuff, talk about wanting to spend time with their family. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I know you know, I know what it is so I joked like during COVID like d- and don't get me wrong like I would not wish all this on anybody I you know I don't want someone to be sick but I joked like during COVID and like the quarantine portion of it like I've been preparing my whole life for this like I'm an introvert I'm a homebody so like that part of it for me didn't really like I was okay with it
3: Caitlin, too. that
2: that that yeah, portion too. of it, you know, not to make light of it, but like that didn't affect me how it did other people. Yeah. Um,
0: and my husband was home all the time, which I was so scared about. I, I thought we were going to be in this like divorce category. Like there's been a bunch of people who have separated or gotten divorced during COVID. And I thought that was going to be us. I was like, we're going to fight all the time. It's going to be bad, but I love him home. Please never leave. Like never go back to work.
2: That's so so nice. And honestly, like, I feel like here in Michigan, and I don't know how it is other places, but it's like sort of back to normal-ish. I will say like the kids are back to school. Yes, they have to wear masks, but it's like sports are happening. Like my daughter had homecoming. Um, you know what I mean so things like all of a sudden even though like we've been wishing for so long for things to go back to normal I I don't feel like I was mentally prepared to be busy again yeah and and, and I I worked I worked all during quarantine like I went physically went to work but it was different like we weren't running the kids around and then like all of a sudden I feel like oh like it's back to real life and I haven't figured how to catch up yet with that Yes.
3: Yes. Even like carpool every day, because I did a whole year and three months with no carpool line. Yeah. And yeah. You know, so being back in the carpool line, is just like, whoa, even three, four weeks in, it's just like, oh my gosh, this is a lot, a lot of carpool. Life time.
2: This carpool line is intense. Even at the high school, like between the high schoolers, like if I go to pick my daughter up between like the kids driving and the parents. That is no joke. That is like a whole, it's a Mad Max situation in that parking lot. I'm oh, and, telling you, and high school, I don't know what happens.
3: Yeah. Oh, I don't no. know. High schools do it different too, because like when I was teach when I was teaching, I would come out in the afternoon, like around, like where all the kids would come out to go get picked up. Yeah. And there was no rhyme or reason to it. It was just no. like, whatever parent <laughs> yeah. pulled up, whatever parent pulled up in front of the school, they just hoped that their kid was out there.
2: Yeah. And it was like, utter chaos it is is so
3: nuts and like when i go pick my kids up at school there's people on walkie talkies it's like stealth mode you know yes
2: (laughs) yes kids have a number like yes it is like
3: yeah yeah you're going to the blue cone, you're going to the purple cone, you know, there's of, like flares, like directing traffic and stuff. And then you go to the high school and it's just like, well, whatever kid comes out is the one that's getting. Out.
2: Yeah. It's like the, it's like the end of days in that high school parking yeah. lot. They're like kids, there's a seven 11 across the road. So there's like kids like walking to seven 11 and like, and I don't even know, like the parents too. the parents, the way they drive. It's like, no wonder your kid drives like that. Like, look at you. What is yes. on? oh and they're just so you. mean people in that carpool line are so mean
0: there's no merging there's no waving you ahead so you can go in there's it's like a
2: fight
3: but don't be a teacher trying to walk to your car no okay
2: because they will hit you they don't care you, no you'll be a hood ornament you'll be next to yeah. a hood ornament or do they
3: don't care that you just try to teach their kid math they don't care about that they know nope.
0: that it's that tiktok song that says i do not care <laughs>
3: oh yes oh that's so funny all right what's
0: next Kate? we got uh what are you watching these days anything good
2: um oh so my husband and I so I have separate shows like there's shows I watch with my husband and then ones like when I stay up late because I need like mom time like with no one talking to me yeah so like my my husband and I are watching only murders in the building on Hulu with steve martin and selena gomez and martin short it's really cute and what else oh what we do in the shadows it's like this weird like that oh that show is crazy (laughs) y'all it's yeah it's not for everybody this was a show my husband picked out it's it's really funny but it's like kind of crude humor Uh um so we're watching that and vampires
3: uh, though it's vampires
2: yes yes but it's like it's like the office with vampires yes (laughs) it is
3: i think that's a good that's good yeah it's very interesting
2: what is this called i might
0: need to watch it
3: what we do in the shadows
0: we do where can i stream this hulu Uh oh on hulu okay all right i might have let my subscription lapse but maybe i'll be back
2: on it hulu has that
3: other one that you mentioned too only murders in the building
2: Yeah. Yes. That one's really cute.
3: So somebody who uses my Hulu account is watching that, but it is not. (laughs) (laughs) And And then I got it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's a really good show. And then I just finished watching Virgin river on Netflix. I just finished season three of that.
3: Okay. So is that good? Because I need a new show that I've never seen.
2: That one is like, so that one is kind of like, it's like a little Hallmark esque. I don't that's what it reminds me of it's okay. just like I don't know it's good it's
3: it's not gritty it, at all
2: no I don't think so no
3: okay so it's uh, all right I, I get what you mean when you say Hallmark esque. okay i have uh-huh, yeah. been trying to watch Bridgerton
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you that was do you not like that I really liked that show
3: well, I mean, I liked it and I got really into the story, but then I got busy and moved, like did other things and just didn't get to finish it and haven't had time. And I'm thinking like, I may try to revisit it. Is it just one season of Bridgerton?
2: No, there'll be another season. Okay, good. But All there's right. only, there's only that one out now.
3: Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Well, yesterday I started watching Sex and the City again while I was doing laundry. Woo!
1: Yes.
2: Uh, yeah.
3: So I've decided if I'm going to have to fold laundry every single day, multiple times, I'm going to watch something good while I do it.
2: Oh, hundred percent.
3: Yeah. So what are you eating? What are you eating lately?
2: Um, I've been trying to eat a little bit healthier. Um, been on a little bit of a wellness journey this last year. I've lost 30 pounds, mm-hmm. not thanks. Yeah. My goal is not like a certain weight, but just to feel better. Like, I just want to feel better, be healthy and be around for my kids as they get older, right. Not feel like a tired old person. So, you know, once you get into your forties, things start to hurt that, you know, shouldn't hurt. So, (laughs) so just trying to eat healthier. Um, But I will say with fall, like it makes it difficult because there's like all the good things like cider donuts and, (laughs) you know, eggnog is already out
3: Among oh my
2: gosh no no oh my
3: gosh fall is the hardest one it is
2: like all the fall food and like the halloween candy and like all the treats like it i don't know it's like this is the hardest time to try to eat healthy yeah it
3: really is especially because like there's so many gatherings this time of year yeah. Um, yeah just all kinds of i mean like especially when families like that are Like that live kind of far apart, get together at different times. Like not just for Thanksgiving, but like you know Thanksgiving, Christmas hybrid dinners, and I can't. There are some years that I cannot believe how many dinners we've had to do, like for holidays. Um, And I don't know what it's going to be like now that you know I'm my my ex and I are separated, and it's just fall is fall is the hardest time for eating. And I am at a point like you where, and like Caitlin too, where I just want to feel better. Yeah. but I don't know how to get started. Yeah. The getting
0: started is the hardest part. I'm with you right there, Katie. I've lost about 30 pounds too, but it's, that is exactly right. Getting started is the hardest part. And I think you just have to be in the right like mindset. You're like, fine, I'm going to do it. Or like, you have to have something that happens.
3: And I'm like, can I start right now in October? I mean, like this is the hardest time. I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure.
0: I think you can, as long as you maybe get like a planner for it.
3: Like I know we're a planner
0: podcast, <laughs> but like plan out your meals and then plan out when you're going to have like a piece of pumpkin pie and don't eat like the entire pumpkin pie, you know, um, <laughs> or have like one piece of Halloween candy instead of like I used to do sit there in front of the Halloween movie and just eat the bag. And then all of a sudden it was gone.
2: Yeah. yeah that when happens. I always tell my patients too, like when we talk about this, like I ideally like Yes, you should be exercising and eating healthy and doing all these things. But if you think about all the things you should be doing as a whole, it's like daunting and then you're not going to do it. So I always tell my patients and I've tried to do this myself, pick one thing and just make that change first. And then like incorporate other things like in an ideal world, like would I be exercising three or four times a week and eating healthy, right? Like I would be doing all the things, but sometimes it's just like, honestly, it's too much. Mm-hmm, you know, exactly. Like
0: I, I was trying to do all the things for a while there, and then I started working again, and I have like zero time to work out. But I'm still like on my eating plan, so I'm still yeah. like staying with that and drinking my water. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I'm trying to figure out like what, like what kind of path I want to be on.
0: Yeah, you know, there's like, a lot of choices. Yeah,
3: because like Caitlin has been using the Noom app and having yeah. a lot of good success. But I also, I mean, like a few years ago, I did Weight Watchers for a long time and lost like 75 pounds.
0: Mm -hmm. I've heard good things about that too. Um, It's gotta be something that's like sustainable for you. So like, I feel like the way that I'm eating, so I have like low carb stuff during the day and then I get like what on my plan, it's called like the reward meal. So I know that every day I'm not gonna have to just eat like foods where I feel like I'm having to restrict all the time. I know that I'm eventually gonna get the things that I really wanna eat. And that works
2: for me. I think that's important because like, so I've always been somebody who's been like a little bit, at least a little bit overweight. Right. So like Mm -hmm. I've done all the diets, I've done all the things and honestly, they all will work for a short amount of time. But then like, once you stop the the low carb or whatever it is, the keto, any of those things, like it's, it's going to come back. I think weight watchers, and that's something we usually recommend to patients too, is because It's it is sustainable. It's teaching you, you know, with the point system, portion control, and you can have everything you can have a piece of pizza, you can have a piece of chocolate cake. But if you do that, then like you need to watch what you eat the rest of the day, right? Which is a sustainable way to live like it's just it just makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: You just have to decide what you want to do. And that's what I like about Noom also is that no food in there. They don't call them like bad foods or like you, these are your good foods. They like divide them up into categories of red, yellow, and green, and you're supposed to eat mostly green foods. So it's like teaching you those things. And then I know that if I eat a lot of like things that are high in like starchy carbohydrates, like that is my that's my drug. Like, it's not a joke. (laughs) Like I'm literally addicted to carbohydrates. Um, so if I don't, if I only eat that once a day, then I am doing much better. So with a combination of those two things has really helped me.
3: Well, I am getting ready to start. Um, cause I have nothing, but like now my whole, you know, my whole job now is like, taking care of myself in this house (laughs) Mm -hmm, yeah it's just like I I have no reason now not to
0: well Um, and I also want to say that like although we talked about like we want to feel better and those kind of things like you are still just as valid now as you are if you lose any weight so I just want I just want you to keep that in mind
3: yes I Caitlin we and we um we definitely at this show feel that's kind of like our mission statement like
1: Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) you know we're always like yes the the, like you said katie like you're not looking at like a specific kind of number yeah no you know like i have figured out um you know as a lady in my (laughs) (laughs) mid-30s i don't get to say that anymore do i caitlin i'm late 30s
0: you do you You have one more (laughs)
3: year left (laughs) i have six more months in my 30s and Mm -hmm. i say that at the end here of my 30s i have learned that the number on the inside of my jeans does not matter
0: no, because you can go to the same dang store and that number will look so different in the same store. Yes. Like can they, can they stop it please? It's
3: amazing to me how you can put somebody like you, you can put two different girls in the same size pants and they both look different. Yeah. Mm. And
0: I'll, I'll follow like, um, body positive, um, bloggers and stuff. And they'll talk about like the size that they wear and the weight that they are. And I'm like, absolutely would not have thought that if I saw you walking down the street.
2: Oh, same. same. Yeah. And honestly, when you think about it too, if like you've been somebody who's, I don't want to say struggled with your weight, but you've been in that mindset, your, your life. When I think about it now, like being in my forties, like how much energy I gave to like worrying about that stuff or thinking I was fat when I really wasn't. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, I wish I could go back in like a time machine and like smack myself upside the head. Like it really doesn't matter.
3: I waste so much time. For me, like. My
0: mom had a lot of trauma, I think, around like food and like her body. And so I think a lot of that got passed to me. And so I think it's just like unlearning some of that. Like trauma sounds dramatic, but it really is like trauma about how you live in your body.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And if I could go back in time, I would make myself play team sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because like I feel like that when you're a young child, that if you play team sport, not maybe not even team sports, but like some kind of sport where I have to move my body. Yeah. You know, because like, I feel like that I have spent my whole life like awkwardly like just lumbering through, you know, just like, I I feel like that I'm taking up too much space or I'm in people's way or just, you know not being like a hundred percent confident with like the movements of my body. And I see my children in their like sports lives and their, you know, exercise activities. And they're so different from me, you know, and that they, <laughs> they, you know, will flail their bodies around in the pool. You know what I mean? Like they're just <laughs> me <laughs> because they just have been, they, they've been, you know, had so many opportunities to like move their body and, and confidently learn what their body can do and all this kind of stuff. And I, you know, as a young, as a child, I played the piano.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I feel, I feel the same way as you, like I was, I was not like an athletic child. Like I was the editor of the school paper and did journalism. Like I was into those kind of like artsy things, but I've, one of the rules we had with our kids is they had to play a team sport, like up until the point where you have to try out, like my son wasn't an athletic kid, but then you had to do some kind of team activity or something. So he got into robotics, which has been great because it's kind of taken him down this path towards engineering But my daughter, who's really athletic and not for necessarily the weight portion, but just the health portion, like one, it gives you friends outside of your normal friend group. Usually it's just healthy to like, learn to move your body and love something like that. And just like the mental health aspects of it too, to like, get out there and do something. I'm, I'm really glad that we did that with our kids because I've definitely seen the benefits of kind of like, okay, it doesn't matter. I don't care what you do, you know, pick anything, Mm -hmm. but just do something, you know?
0: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And I, I was an athlete in high school. I played softball and I was on swim team. And I feel like I do lean on that part of my personality right now, like when I want to work out, like, I am not a nice person when I work out. I do not want to work out, buddy. I don't want to speak to anybody. I don't want to look at anybody when I'm (laughs) working out, but like, I can get into that mindset where I used to go to practice and I was like, okay, we have a job to do. We're going to do it. And even at my highest weight, which was over 300 pounds, I could bike nine miles in 30 minutes. So I think leaning on some of those skills and like knowing that my body can move itself and do things, I think I think you're I think you guys are right about that for sure. Yeah,
3: I wish yeah. I had done that as a child and I do <laughs> feel like I wasted a lot of time, especially in my teenagers and my 20s like being obsessed with weight.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: um, you know, especially like when I was really thin and um, you know, didn't didn't know it, you know, didn't realize that mm-hmm. I, you know, and I was so afraid of being overweight. Um, you know, and, and now I think that it's kind of a blessing in my life to have reached the point that I'm at, because when I, when I do get to a healthier place, I'll be able to appreciate it more, Mm -hmm. you know, because I didn't know how to appreciate my body back then.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And it's so, it's so hard as girls too. like the media, you know, you see, there's a certain aesthetic, like, I think, especially like for us growing up, it was like this stick thin, like now, now you see more people with curves and it's more acceptable, but there's like an Instagram account and I forget what it's called, but they will show before and after photos of famous people <laughs> that like oh, have wow. been photoshopped. And so I will show those to my teenage daughter because I want her to understand like what you see, like when you see Kim Kardashian, who's like no cellulite and no pores, like that is photoshopped. And like, this is what that picture looks like because I want her to, to recognize that because I think it's just, it's not healthy to see like this perfection because it isn't real. Right. I totally agree.
3: Especially considering that a lot of the images now, like a lot of the aesthetic now is something that is not achievable in nature.
0: Exactly. And I don't like, as a, also a mom of a daughter, I don't want to pass any trauma that I have around food and body image and that kind of thing to my daughter. So anytime that she would like ask me about her body or like, why does this part jiggle like this? I was always, I always told her that's exactly how she was made and that's how she's supposed to be. So like, I will, I'll walk around the house in my underwear and like dance and like, do all of these things and like wear a bikini outside. And I just want her to see that, like, no matter what body you're in, like you can, you can rock it and you can love it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, and even, and I don't want to say that like the beauty aesthetic from, you know, the nineties, when I was a teenager, obviously there was a lot of that that was not achievable. There yeah. Was, well, even yeah. it's even
0: still not achievable. No, no because, like,
3: the thing is like, but the way it has morphed now into this, like, filtered, computer generated, yeah. photoshopped. Like seriously, the pictures that they look at can't exist in, yeah. you know? Exactly. And, and at least I feel like in the nineties, like if I was skinny enough and put on the right eyeliner, I had achieved it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> You know, it was like, it's just, it seems so different now with all the digital stuff. And um, you know, like even I, I was watching SNL with Kim Kardashian and they do it even on television. And it's yeah. funny because Jamie and I've been watching Game of Thrones and there's a lot of nudity in Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
3: <laughs> he, he looked over at me the other day and he was like, do you realize that all the butts on this show look the same?
0: Oh, interesting.
3: He's like, like mm-hmm. yes, there may be some differences in like skin tones, mm-hmm. but like mostly they're all kind of the same. And I was like, well, because they're computers, it's computers, mm-hmm. you know, like, yes, the actor might've been naked, but there's filters and all kinds of things laying on top of it because i've seen what they can do with computer imagery now in movies and tv so it's like not all it's not like game of thrones just happened to hire you know 500 women that don't have any cellulite on their butt um they just (laughs) fixed it post post recording you know i mean it's just everything is fake now like you can't believe anything
1: nope you sure can't so
3: wow well that's what you're eating that's what you're eating
0: (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, well, I think we've covered this already, but like, we'll talk more about what are you loving right now?
2: <laughs> oh, what am I loving? Um, just life. I'm, I'm, what I'm loving now is seeing my kids getting back to a little bit of normal, honestly, because last year, last year was a hard year for them. And so that is what I'm loving that they like seeing them happy. Yeah. Oh, I love that
3: yeah I do too, and I agree i agree i I feel the same um I know that it's probably not you know the safest choice for my kids to be back at school, but they needed it so badly
2: yeah, so, yeah.
3: You know, just kind of seeing them come back out of their shell has been nice
2: mm-hmm. um okay, so
3: what are you dreaming?
2: What am I dreaming? Oh I don't know um just about this year and you know, being on squad and hopefully having some fun with it and I don't know, just having a good year and just that, you know, we're healthy and I know this is like simple and cliche, but just that we're like kind of healthy and happy and hoping for a good year. I don't really have like anything bigger, outstanding or remarkable that I'm dreaming about, but that's really it.
3: Well, it can be a goal just to be like drama free for a while
2: yeah <laughs> I guess you know what my okay a goal I would say is finding a good work-life balance I, I work a lot and so that is probably what I'm dreaming about is having a better work-life balance where I'm not working so much and I'm enjoying my life and my family a little bit more
3: oh I think that's yeah, a good
2: goal. I, I think that's great yeah
3: Yeah. I love that. All right. What's next? I know we're running up on Caitlin, like hard. I know I was, I was watching
0: the clock. That's okay. We're doing good. Um, what are you feeling right now? What are you feeling these days?
2: Um, honestly a little, a little overwhelmed (laughs) because, because of work and that work-life balance thing. Just, um, I feel a little bit, like, I think I said this earlier in the podcast, like I'm treading water. Like I'm just kind of like, I'm getting by day by day, but I'm not like quite, getting ahead yeah. and so you know that kind of ties into the finding like a, a better balance but I feel like that's a lot of moms I feel like a lot of moms like whether you work outside the home or not kind, can kind of feel that way from time to time where it's like you're just kind of making it through life and that's I mean to be honest that's how I've been feeling lately
3: yeah yeah
2: I, I, definitely I, hear
3: it. I can relate to that like so so much and um It can, you know, you have to like really keep your mental health in check when those things are, you know, you know, because there are times when, you know, I get really overwhelmed and feel like I'm just surviving. Yeah. And, um, you know, we want to live, not just survive it. So
2: Yeah, yeah, 100%.
3: Yeah. And I
0: just don't think there's enough time in the day. (laughs) There's just not ever enough
3: time.
2: No, that's why, like, if you, you need a three day weekend, I feel like to like, be able to get the stuff done. You want to get done, spend time Mm -hmm. with your family and also have like a little time to yourself, which for me is really important. I need, I love my family. I love spending time with them, but I definitely need a little time to myself to recharge. Um, I don't, that's like the introvert in me. Like I have to have that. So a lot of times I end up staying up too late. (laughs)
0: Yes, and I'm kind of a I night owl guilty. for that reason yes because I feel guilty like just going in the bedroom during the day when they're all awake
3: or something. yeah yeah <laughs> I
0: totally get that
2: oh okay
3: so what are you listening to lately I mean I know that you're listening to your audiobooks but any good music or podcasts to recommend
2: well I listen to you guys um my audiobooks <laughs> honestly when I'm in the car a lot um because I'm driving my daughter around it's whatever Dane music she's listening to because she like will turn something on plug her phone in so it's probably whatever the hot music is on TikTok that's that's what I'm listening to because we're always in the car together
3: <laughs> that's, that's kind of you know I'm kind of enjoying I think that one of the things that I do like about TikTok is that I'm finding new music
0: yes yeah. for sure
3: absolutely yeah. so I mean what does that song meet me at our spot Oh my gosh! How have y'all missed that? It's like been in twelve different. Been,
0: I mean, TikToks for like. Me, months. I think I need to hear this. It sounds like something I would like.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, I might not know I, if I. I probably would know it if I heard it, but maybe not yeah. by
3: the title. I'll, well, I, I actually <laughs> listened to it in the car, and I felt silly because like I had Thank seen it in so many TikTok videos, and then I was like, "Well, let me find this for my car ride."
0: Sing uh, it for us, Leanne. No, Sing no.
3: <laughs> no I'll you, I'll, look, I'll put up a TikTok that's got it in it um, on the Spice Chaos tiktok so not tiktok no <laughs> <laughs> it's chaos stories. The stories yeah cause that's all we do is stories on the instagram <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's been a long one y'all
0: okay so <laughs> okay um what are you drinking right now alcoholic non-alcoholic whatever is you jam
2: oh okay right now um pumpkin cream cold brew from starbucks um, my ultimate favorite fun. oh my it's probably good it's only seasonal because like my bank I could go broke like I I love that drink so much it's so delicious that's that's my jam for sure from now until they discontinue it yes, yes.
3: I like that one too so much better than this than the latte Yes.
2: Yeah. do you yeah. have Dutch
0: Brothers in your area do you have that coffee place no I don't but I've heard it's delicious they have this like pumpkin caramel cold brew if you're ever I guess west of where you are because I think that's where a lot of the Dutch bros are I think like Idaho California Portland that kind of thing definitely stop in if you're ever in that those
2: areas in the fall well, or when if- I go to go wild in March I will have to find Dutch
3: status. oh my gosh yeah. this episode needed to be so much longer because we had so many other things that we could <laughs> do about I
0: know so when we when we're all at go wild we will text each other and we will find a Dutch bros and we will have <laughs> Probably not a pumpkin caramel, but we'll have some delicious drink yeah. There. Or yes.
3: <laughs> you know what, guys, just have your barista put some caramel in your pumpkin cold brew from Starbucks and see.
0: Oh. Pumpkin cold brew won't be happening in March.
3: Oh, well, I mean now, like if you go get your oh, go pumpkin ahead. cream cold brew. Oh yeah, I wonder At if it Starbucks, would
2: Starbucks. Be- I could try that. Yeah, yeah, you have put caramel in that. Yeah. That
3: sounds that sounds kind of good, just for a little change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, we had so much that we wanted to talk to Katie about the world notes that we ended up getting like way off, but I feel like this was a great conversation. I love talking to you.
0: Yes, me too.
3: I'm, Thank a little you bummed so that, much. I'm a little bummed we didn't hear your planner lineup. So we may have to like follow back up with you on that. Cause that was like <laughs> on the notes and then we forgot about it.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> forgot I feel it. like this was just like a chat with friends. Like we kind of went all over the place, but I really enjoyed talking to both yes, of you.
3: It was so fun. That's how we roll. <laughs> so just remind everyone where they can find you.
2: You can find me on Instagram and YouTube at take it till you make it.
3: Yes, and occasionally Pinterest under some name, which we don't know.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sometimes there, you know. <laughs> oh,
3: that's um, you guys can find Caitlin at Creating in Chaos underscore official on Instagram. And you can also find her as Creating in Chaos on YouTube and Patreon. And she has a teaching podcast. podcast you have a teaching instagram chaos in the classroom and you can also check out her ducks at ducking chaos underscore official she is also here with me on mondays and fridays on spice chaos podcast of course and um you can also find her if you have anything that you'd like to chat with her about over on the spice chaos podcast instagram whoo you did it caitlin Caitlin, y'all (laughs)
0: Apparently I need more things to do. Okay. um, So you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on YouTube, Instagram, and Patreon. And you can also find her at Spiced Horizons playing Animal Crossing sometimes. And you can find her right here with me every Monday and Friday, chatting it up on the Spice Chaos podcast. And then she does so much hard behind the scenes work on our Spice Chaos podcast, Instagram, um, like sharing stories of TikTok so we can steal the music. Um, so so you can find her over there
3: as well oh my goodness yes still wishful thinking Caitlin's like look at all this hard work she's doing over there on that Instagram
0: I'm trying to speak it into existence
3: (laughs) well we have loved having you Katie you are amazing and we are so happy for you and your squad squad gear um mm-hmm. and you know I, it's like we're going to have we, we may have some other squad members on later in the year and um you know you you got to be the first from this group so i i feel good about that i really do
2: oh thank you so much
3: yeah we um we we love you you've been a friend of the show for a long long time so thank you so much for coming and being on the show with us and- oh she
0: was the second from this group we had d
2: also
3: We did. That's right. We have already been like hitting it with this group. y'all.
2: (laughs) Oh, we have. You're you're on it. You're
3: on it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. How can I not (laughs) even remember what we do on here?
0: That's okay. I got you.
3: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, well, this has been so much fun. I hope that everyone has a wonderful, wonderful week and yeah, we'll talk to you in the next one.
0: Bye friends. Bye. Bye.